Welcome to the Three and D's podcast, where we're back and we're live for episode 19 here in rainy Vancouver on a cloudy weekend in March. But we are joined by the two sunniest guys that I know, Mr. Mari Narciso and Matthew oh, yeah. Legg. Gentlemen, welcome back. How are we doing? I love how you, uh, you, you, you held the mic away from you like you're hitting a high note, like a Cinegula or something. When you I'm mic in to. hand today. I'm, I'm not messing around for this episode. <laughs> Your audio engineer thanks you. Yes, our producer opening yeah. the, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's great to be here. It's uh, one of a nice rainy walk this morning. I know, Matt, you did as well. Because um, skinny hurts and tiny tummies only. Um, Matt, how was your walk? Oh, just the best. Just pristine. Got some got some cobs bread. Went to the bakery. Oh, beautiful! Wow, nice. beautiful. Thanks for the sponsorship, Cobbs Bread. We'll be expecting yeah, thank you, a transfer Cobbs. later. Yeah, please use uh, code three NDs. Uh, Cobbs Bread website at checkout. <laughs> we honestly have the worst name because is is it three the the number or do you spell out three and then do you spell out yeah. and or do you put yeah, percent? Yeah. I think I we really have the worst. Revisit that to be honest. Yeah. We have too big of a brand now in Brussels, Matt. You just can't, you can't give up. You can't just rebrand that. It's, it's not a million that simple. dollar company like, already. Yeah. Like so. number ampersand or spell it all out. It yeah, really... yeah. I think spell it. Yeah. It's one of the two, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. even know what it is. What is it? Right now it's three spelled out and then ampersand okay. D's. That's so wrong. That is right? so wrong. <laughs> who approved who that? That is easy. <laughs> You're an audio engineer. That. That's on you. You upload the episodes, man. I'm pretty sure it's a team effort. Uh, <laughs> pretty sure. Uh, I do. I do. Um, yeah, we'll look into it. But we're getting too big of a brand. How are people going to find us on Spotify and yeah, not, not that Apple simple. Music? And, and literally just Spotify. Spotify. There's a couple <laughs> just others. Spotify. Hey, look, Spotify's taken over. Um, anyway, we're, we'll look into the name change. But again, I think we have too big of a fan base. Um, my parents would be dis- would not be able to find us after this if uh, It'd probably if we- be easier actually. No, 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 no. They're they're creatures of habit. Those people. Yeah, anyway, we've got a great episode. Episode yeah. nineteen. Um, boys, it's been a, ro- a roller coaster. Could you believe um, it? What yeah. was it twenty? I think. Oh wow, we should do something special for our twenty. I think we should have some sort of a draft for twenty. I'm down. Something top We're twenty. Draft. Top twenty something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're not there yet. Maybe we all die and we can't make it to 20. But for now, we're good. Um, you never know. End of the world, you, you know, COVID variants. Um, but for today, I think we should start because this is sort of breaking news. I think we got to start with the Grizzlies and the John Morant situation because yeah. um, over the past few days, there's been some reports about him going to uh, underage person's house and doing some stuff uh not sexual to kill him yeah threatening to kill. Yeah. <laughs> um, sexual. and then well i just wanted to preface by it wasn't a sexual <laughs> thing and then uh also uh literally today announced or yesterday i guess that uh there was he had a gun on his live stream which is not a good play uh if you've uh if you've ever had a, a brain um and now he's suspended for at least two games so fellas that's breaking news um what do we think i think uh all-time twitter morning to be honest yeah Uh, it's definitely definitely up there uh it's just insane like his pr team must just be shooting themselves like how how are you in this position how do you look around and see the influence that you have and that's those are the things that you're doing and just like everything that's happened this year with him is just so crazy it's just doesn't make any sense to me. And yeah, he's suspended two games. His social media accounts have been deactivated as of Ooh, I didn't even know that. Ago. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's just insane. I, I wonder what mom and dad think. What T Morant's thinking right yeah, now. Like this isn't is part certainly... of the problem. Like, isn't his dad sort of part of the problem with the way he acts? He's definitely a bit of a he, he's a public figure at Grizzlies games. You know, he, yeah. he'll talk to the celebrities, he'll get up in the face of players and stuff. But it, it seems like he's generally pretty respectful about it. Um he'll like shit but, talk the other team pretty aggressively. I've seen some yeah. videos of like him going at other players on the but other team. I he doesn't I, I doubt he's encouraging his son to be pulling out guns on No, no, no. 
you know what i mean like it's such a strange stretch and and for someone exactly what's matt saying in that position who's making millions of dollars as a young budding star um seems to have a good support figures in his life what's going on here like why why is he why is he feeling the need to do this what's they're kind of like leading into this whole grizzlies heel thing because everyone hates the grizzlies now um well they kind of actually funny enough today today dylan brooks is actually suspended for a game for good picking up his 16th technical foul as well so and he was shit talking draymond pretty heavily the grizzlies Grizzlies. i I, I like their energy overall but i think they're they're sort of crossing that line it's a fine line you, you you play and um i think as a team now that they've been losing it's it's sort of a weird a weird look they're sort of public enemy number one but back to jaw i mean I, I was listening to an episode of The Mismatch with uh, Kevin O'Connor and uh, who's the Memphis Chris guy Vernon. again? Yeah, Chris, Chris Vernon. Vernon. Um, and Chris Vernon, who's very plugged into the Grizzlies, you know, this was maybe four or five months ago, was talking about John Morant's inner circle and some of the things that, you know, some red flag activities that, you know, he would be doing with his his group. So, and he made a good point. It's like, you gotta, you know, you're now, you know, you're 21 and you're making, you know, you have a $200 million contract. You're probably worth like a billion dollars with your shoe deals and your future earnings and stuff like that. It's like, you really gotta be really mindful of who you have in your inner circle. And I think he's mm. probably still got maybe some people in there that he shouldn't. And I don't know if that kind of attitude or, you know, cause I don't know, like my internal friend group, you guys tell me things and uh, you know, that's, if you tell me bad things, I'll fucking do it. You know, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll jump off a bridge, you know, I'll, I'll pull a gun out on my life. So I, uh, I don't know. I think it's important who you surround yourself with. And I, I feel like maybe he still has some people in his life that are not the best influences. That's my take based on my listening of uh, Chris Vernon about four or five months ago. But I think this, some of this stuff has been brewing up. So it's not like a shock waking up to this news, but it certainly is uh, not the best. Uh, it's obviously, just, it's it's crazy. Like the one-two combo. It's just like <laughs> literally hard or something. Two days yeah. ago, <laughs> there's the whole thing with the 17-year-old kid supposedly beating him up in his own home or showing up at his doorstep. Crazy with a gun, flashing his gun, and then yeah. now, and then there's also they played the Rockets, I think, that night, and he. For a three celebration, I think it was Desmond Bain in the corner, and then he was in the bench, and he like was shooting. Oh no! Bad timing. <laughs> just like yeah. in such bad taste and so such a lack of self awareness. It's crazy. Yeah. W- wouldn't you want to lay low for a bit? Yeah. You know, dude, you... Wouldn't you want to not point? Only no gun celebrations. Yeah. yeah. And especially not in the live. And then there, there's a weird incident as well, early, maybe a couple months ago with the Pacers. Yeah. Um, where Jaw was talking to the Pacers out after the game, and there's a lot of beef going on. And then on the Pacers team bus, there's a laser pointer being pointed yeah. at the bus, and people thought there was a gun. Yeah. Jaw was in the car that was doing it. Like, what? What, what is yeah. this kind of vendetta that he's got to 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 be a gangster? Like, what? He, he's really trying to get this shit. persona. And there's that Shannon Sharp incident, which started their losing streak and stuff like that. So there's that too. I mean, it's just been a really weird year for the Grizzlies. They were one of the hottest teams in the NBA for the first half of the year, and they've just completely fallen off. And I could, could you see them losing in the first round? Yeah, I could. Second round? Yeah, 100%. So um, it's been a really, really weird year for them. Steve, you know, originally it was blamed on Steven Adams, and I think it goes a little bit deeper than that. Um, Steven Adams being out that for for reference but yeah um but yeah i don't know it's uh it's definitely a weird situation i hope jaw can figure it out but my hot take john morant kyrie irving 2.0 whoa wow. there's the take well it's early there's i was the thinking about this today who's more unlikable at rate this point in time kyrie it's jaw it's jaw oh really I, <laughs> I still think it's yeah, kyrie kyrie's not insane kyrie's kind of toned it down since he got traded to dallas i think yeah, he's for like three really weeks committing. Because he, he knows that, I feel like he knows that if he can just commit and they can figure it out for just the next three Just for months, a little bit. He's yeah. set for life. Like, yeah. he's set for the next four years. Yeah. Yeah, if they're a playoff contender this year, he's set for the next four years. I don't know. I, it, he's just throwing it all away, John. I, I, I'm, I'm concerned because he's a kid still, you know what I mean? He's yeah. really a young kid. And you can kind of, as Justin was saying, like, at that age, 
you're so impressionable and the people that you surround yourself with are, are really really important especially when you have this much power this much influence this much money yeah i am i'm hoping for the best for him yeah it's still early like this is definitely a recoverable thing like this could be a story we don't think about for years to come as he's in the finals in 2025 or whatever but um it could also be the start of something worse hopefully that's why my uh my bold prediction is Kyrie Irving 2.0 because Kyrie started with kind of smaller red flags and then kind of got to uh some pretty big red flags uh near the end but I'm hoping I'm hoping for the best form um the Grizzlies thoughts the Grizzlies too, just generally. So it came out this morning that Brandon Clark tore his Achilles. Actually, yeah. so he's he's out for the year. Um, Stephen Adams, I think, is just about to come back. Yeah, Dylan Brooks is out on for the next game, and I don't know if he keeps getting technicals. What the translation is for suspended games, but there's pretty pretty likely odds that he's going to continue. Everyone just hates him. <laughs> And he doesn't really back down. And then, yeah, this whole draw thing, hopefully it figures itself out. But they're in a free fall, I feel like. And it's just going to – it's just interesting to see how it's going to play out. They're only a game up now on the Kings. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. Like, they, they could drop right into, like, the 4-5 matchup and then have to play the Nuggets in the second round, which is crazy. Yeah, I'd be surprised if the King, if the sorry, if the Suns caught them, they're four games behind with what is it like 19, 18, 19 games left. But um, the Kings, my goodness, I mean, we this is turning into a Kings podcast, but I know another I know. another win. Uh, I think it was last night from the against the Clippers, close one. Yeah, and, uh, it's a kind of a controversial win. I think people are a lot of because there was a late turnover, stretch, right? or something. Free throws down the stretch and questionable fouls, but. We'll take the W. Uh, another win over the Clippers. And actually, on that note, I'd like to formally apologize for my Russell Westbrook takes. Thank you. They're now, I think, 0-5 since five. the Westbrook yeah. trade. He, he didn't but, win all of February. <laughs> that's insane. I just <laughs> Russ. Yeah, just him. <laughs> I just don't get why they start him. Like, I again, I would get it if it's like a six, seven-minute per half spurt off the yeah. bench from PG and choir setting but they're starting him and they're closing with him and it makes no sense you see the draymond defense on him against the golden state game he literally was at the restricted area basically and while russ was at the three-point line it was it's purely it's purely a mental thing now because we know we we know physically and and, and russ has shown his ability to shoot the ball maybe not super well but you know years ago yeah and his mvpc you don't just lose your touch and shooting like it, it just doesn't disappear for someone to defend you like that, it's purely mental. You have, he has no faith in himself anymore, and and it's sad to see. And I, I really think they should just play him off the bench. And I, I had hopes that he'd be willing to do that. I know it was a fight to get him to do that in the Lakers, but I thought maybe there's a change of heart and that he'd be willing to do that for the Clippers, but it doesn't seem like that's the case right now. Yeah, and so building off that point with the Grizzlies, they're actually the ones playing each other on Sunday. Oh, excellent tomorrow so i think it's a win like the clippers have to win that game like that is their make that is their season on the line Kawhi took a rest day he's gonna be back pg's back they realistically should have beat the kings the other day but they threw that away yeah the clippers like, they have to have to win that game yeah they're they're 500 60, 66 games in the year they're 33 and 33 yeah. they're eighth in the west the jazz the pelicans one game behind them they could be in 10th tomorrow you know um or they could be in sixth you know they're a game there's a game out from the sixth seed with with dallas but yeah you're right this team is not performing the way that uh, they should be um doesn't feel like their new additions are really clicking as well as i know it's still early so you know give them a little more time but time is running out and it seems like aaron i don't think aaron gordon's played very well for them so far russell westbrook obviously we've talked about him um you know plumley hasn't I haven't seen a huge impact from from him. Uh, Zubac was out the other day, and he had like a twenty, like a ten yeah. and twenty rebound 20 game or something. Game. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but that's uh, fair. I'd also like to apologize and and now formally throw away me and Matt's take for uh, the Lakers. I think. Wow, are we there? Oh my god, I'm so excited. Le- LeBron really? missing multiple weeks. Uh, the team looks good. I'll be honest. The, the the new the new look Lakers look really exciting, but LeBron missing multiple weeks. Anthony Davis, we don't know if he'll play in in any other in any game. Um, 
I, 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 I'm losing faith. I'm losing faith. Please take ten more minutes. I'm, I'm all ears here. This is all. We'll just also, my take that the, the Warriors the wouldn't make the playoffs is hilarious now because they're the five seed now, and it's they've won five. <laughs> they just don't lose at home. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Didn't look at that in the schedule. Look, the Lakers are the eleventh seed, and um, LeBron's out. They're playing behemoths like. The Grizzlies, the Raptors, the Knicks, the Pelicans, the Mavericks, the, the Raptors. Suns. Don't just flip that Raptors in. are in there, and yeah. then the Grizzlies. Now we're, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're the second seed in the West. Um, they're playing a pretty tough schedule coming up, and they have to, you know, they're four games under five hundred. They they gotta get above five hundred at some point here if they're gonna get a top eight seed. Um, yeah, well, no, I think they're 10, done. I guess. What realistically with the plan? They could be top ten. I know, but yeah. uh, they, they just have to I'm beat the Jazz. Them. They just yeah. have to beat the Jazz. There's some good. Other than the Jazz, there's some good teams in that play-in race, though, guys. It's it's a pretty loaded, or it's not a loaded West, but it's certainly a very um, dispersed West this year. Like the Timberwolves are good. The Clippers we talked about. The Pelicans, if Zion comes back, are scary. And the like, Thunder are only a game behind them. Yeah, like Damian. We should maybe transition to this. The the yeah. the Trailblazers a half a game behind them. Damian Lillard playing maybe the best basketball of his career, dare I say, um, just dropping 71 points um, this past week on incredible efficiency. I think it's the most efficient, probably 71 point, 70 plus point game we've ever seen. There's definitely some stats out there that support that, but holy crap, Damian Lillard. What a guy. What a, what he's a performance. And he's been that guy. And that's, and, and I, I, we all love one of the highest approval ratings across the league as yeah. far as, players go uh he's just so much fun to watch got that dog and uh just as good as basketball at, as he's been in his career yeah like that <laughs> that performance was one of the most entertaining like set of highlights you can i think throw on and i think it was a stat that it was actually the most um distance traveled in terms of like the basket basketball going into the hoop oh yeah any uh, performance ever because he was just lighting it up right he was um, like 13 for 16 from three or something crazy like yeah, he had 13 so threes he'd cross half and just fuck it and yeah so i actually wanted to bring this up with you guys where do you see dame like where does he rank do you think because I, I know when they did the top 75 of players of all time before there was a lot of backlash for him actually being included in that. But do you think he's done enough this season to like actually like strengthen his case to the point that he could be without question in the top 75? What do you think he has to do to get there? Yeah, I mean to me I think he is one of the generational superstars of of the past 10 years more so than someone like Paul George um done more for the league, done more for his team. But it's tough to put this season into his historical case because they're a bottom three seed in the West at the mm-hmm. moment. Maybe not far from being a top 10, but still, like, you look back at the history, like, oh, Dame dropped 71 the season, had a career year, and they're a bottom three seed in the West. Um, and I think that's ultimately going to be the damper on his career is that he's never really led a winning team. Um, roster construction aside, but you'll you'll take a look back at his career maybe ten years after he retires, and that's all you'll see is that I don't think Dame will ever win a ring, not at least with Portland. Um, and we've seen how those kind of non-winning players translate to legends in NBA. I think someone like Steve Nash, someone like Carmelo and John Stockton, Gary Payton, those guys all get knocked for never winning titles, and I think that'll be the same case with Dame. But in, in terms of the top 75, I think he well deserved to be there. In my opinion, I think I think of the guys in this generation who should be there, it should be Dame and not Anthony Davis. Uh, but yeah, I think ultimately we're going to look back at his career and, and, and say it's a shame that he never won a ring for Portland. I don't think he will, personally. Yeah, I agree. I think he's in there. Um, I do. I think he, he's probably the athlete or the at least the NBA athlete I feel most bad for. Did I say that word? I say that right? I think I did. I feel yeah, bad yeah. for him. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a word. He's so damn loyal. And I just, Portland's never really been able to put 
a championship caliber squad around him. And I mean, at any point of their of his career so far, and he's so damn loyal, I can never see him asking for a trade. But I know there's been there's been some talks, and I I hope as much as I love the one t- one and done, you know, one team your whole career type of uh, players, I hope that he does get traded in a positive, mutually kind of beneficial way to a contender that he can get a ring. Cause I think, I think that he's got a, a, at least a couple, three, four good years left. I think he can probably get a couple more years at this level though. Um, and I would love him to be on a, a, a championship contender. Like even if it was fricking the Lakers who I don't like, you know, like imagine if they, you know, made a move for him or, or another, any other contender, like there was lots of trade rumors in the off season or in last season about him possibly getting moved. I would love to see him getting moved um, to a contender because I think he deserves to get a chance to play in the the highest uh, stake games because uh, I think he's one of the clutchest players in the league. So, um, yeah, yeah. The, the tough thing is the the resume just isn't there right now. It, he right now the resume is seven time All Star, six time All NBA, and that's just about it. Uh, that's pretty good. I, right? I don't know. It, it for sure is good, but it, it's not, you know, you take a look at someone like James Harden, you take a look at someone like Russell Westbrook, they have the the, the MVPs to prove for it, they have the first teams to prove for it. He, he, he's he's not quite, I'd say he's a tier below them, but I, I still think that he's in that talk, you know, in, in that range. Third most 60-point games ever, or 60 or more, sorry. He's going to be known as one of the most talented shooters in the world, in, in league's history, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know he'll get another All NBA this year. Like he's going to be on an All NBA team. He might be first. He might be first team All NBA. Maybe second team, but he's not going to drop below that. I don't think we're going to have a pot about that. The All NBA. Oh yeah, I'm excited for that one. Um, and I, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing on his like biggest X on his career, which I would have hoped he could have gotten at some point, was the MVP season. Like if he had an MVP, I think that would definitely put him in a new stratosphere. Um, but again, I don't fully blame Dame. Like he's had MVP type caliber years, but his teams just were never good enough. So, but again, that will never get remembered in history, obviously 10, exactly. 15, 20 years down the line. But yeah, I think he's just an awesome guy. I would, I wish, I wish I was, I had him on my team. I'm sure 29 other franchises, franchise fan bases feel the same way, but yeah. Yeah. It's just, I've been watching a lot about like his come up and it's just so so impressive and he's just so loyal he's such a good guy he just feels so bad for him in portland <laughs> yeah and some of the you know f- most fun clutch moments in the nba i think even in the playoffs that shot over paul george was one of the most insane things i've ever seen like him so kind of talking shit to russell westbrook all it's, it's amazing he's just such a dog or the the game six with the rockets that was his second year in the league that's right he wasn't even supposed to get the ball it's supposed to go to Lamarcus. He's just like, fuck it. That's mine. <laughs> Goes, takes a shot, hits it to win. Yeah, he's had some of the coldest moments in NBA history. Yeah. For sure. I would love to see him in a conference finals or, or if we did see him in a conference finals. I would love to see him in a finals. I'd love to see him in the highest, the highest stakes games. Yeah. Um anyway. Okay, before we move on to I want to talk about Kevin Durant's uh son's debut quickly. Um, but before we do that. Quick update on the John Morant situation. Uh, he just released a statement saying he takes full responsibility. He let the organization down. He's going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress. So stress. here's your John Morant statement. Um, he'll be gone at least two games, maybe longer, depending it's on. It's got to be more. It's got to be more. Yeah. Yeah, depending on what help, I don't know. You can get help in four days. You, you guys haven't, yeah, he hasn't fixed things in four days in your personalities. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay, so Kevin Durant, um, Kevin Durant made his debut, I believe, early, a couple of days ago. I forget it was Thursday or Friday of this past week. Um, for the Suns, uh, I don't know if you guys have. Let me just find it here. Anyway, the Suns blew out, uh, blew yeah. out the. Oh God, Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah, blew up the Hornets, 105-91. Kevin Durant, kind of a warm-up game, played 26 minutes, but looked really good, 23.6 rebounds. Um, did you guys see any highlights on that game? Like, I thought the Suns looked awesome. I was up and watching that game, actually, live for a bit, and I thought they looked really good together. Chris Paul being a 
the the ball dominant one Devin Booker taking a lot of those those and then Devin Booker and and uh, Kevin Durant basically being that one and two scoring punch and then using DeAndre Ayton with mismatches and and the defense and rebounds and stuff like that. I thought it was a good a good uh, a good mix of talent. I don't know if you guys saw any highlights there, but it, it's definitely a complete team. Um, I'm curious to see if you guys think. Um this could be the first iteration which a superstar moves teams and on the first season they win the ring because a lot of people aren't actually considering the suns as contenders at the moment it's still mostly kind of nuggets in the east teams which i think um, is crazy by the way the suns are not yeah. given more championship well it, it's because of that you, you need time to kind of mesh as a team um, yeah, it's most anytime a superstar moves it always takes at least a year until they win a championship look at the big miami big three look at Actually, did KD win right after? No, they didn't. They did. When he moved well, to KD, the... but yeah, but he joined a super team. But yeah, that was that was seventy-three and that was the beginning of the season too. Yeah, and now it's like I think that's right. A that was yeah. different case. <laughs> so, I, I I'm curious to see if uh, the narrative starts to shift because obviously it's Kevin Durant with Devin Booker and Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, but man, they're so complete. There's no hole there in that starting five, at least. I mean, what, Tory Craig? <laughs> yeah, Koji started. They also played Kobe. yesterday on Friday. And yeah, they, they beat the Bulls Josh. By, they beat the Bulls by 21 yesterday, and Josh scored 25. So he's uh, probably a, a solid fifth fifth wheel there. But uh, yeah. Well, that's I mean, kind of what you need, a, a low-usage defensive player, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I selfishly want DeAndre Ayton off this team so bad because I <laughs> – I, I just think he like, he scored seven points yesterday. Like he's not he's gonna be the fourth option in their offense. Like I just think he could do so much more than what he's. Uh, I don't know. I just think he would. I just think he needs, he needs to change the scenery. I, I really want him on the Toronto Raptors, for example. Um, just got Jakob over Jakob Pertl. We can get both. Actually, no, we can't. We can't both. No, <laughs> I love Jakob. Actually, no, let's keep Yak. Uh, anyway, uh, no, I think it's a real. I I would honestly. I think Kevin Durant is the most. malleable insert into a team type of superstar you can have in the league um and i think he's already seems to be fitting in quite well with them i think his him and devin booker's one two offensive punch mixed with chris paul's playmaking and deandre ayton's kind of backline defense i think that's a really dangerous um team and they have some a lot of good three-point shooters around them they got landry shamit and you know some others so um yeah, I mean, if I honestly, if I had to put bet my life on the team coming out of the West, it would I would put my money on the Suns. I would too. Um, I would know. too. Yeah, over the over and the then, Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, the only thing with them right now, is, I guess, it's going to take some time to mesh. But the Hornets, like that was a Lamelloless Hornets team. The Bulls suck. Yeah. Bulls so the they're playing. Team. They're playing Dallas tomorrow morning. So I'm very intrigued to see how that's going to go. That's, that's the game of the year popcorn, right there. get your popcorn out yeah. game of the year. PST. i'm i'm so excited for that game see how that goes Kyrie versus kd new look teams the mavs don't look good no to be honest they don't look good so it's still really not yeah. quite a challenge for the suns yet um it's the, the mavs look like the team that i knew that they would be when you have Kyrie and luka together um yeah and that's fine. I mean, it's it's so interesting because they're both trying to be like the selfless guy, like they're both really trying to commit to making it work, which I think is screwing them over. Could yeah, it is screwing them over in the meantime, but it it's encouraging for I think I I think Mavs fans just because that's I mean ideally you'd want to pull out some of the close games that they've been involved with, but it's well, they just had a game much better than the alternative. They just had a game where they dropped eighty over eighty points between both of them. Like one had like forty two, one had forty three, and I I just think that they're it's going to take time to mesh. I think that their supporting cast is really probably one of the three through whatever is probably the worst in the one of the worst in the league for a playoff like at least for playoff teams. Um, so I could totally see them not doing anything this year, resigning Kyrie, and then starting to use you know their other pieces to kind of build around those two guys because it does feel like a mishmash of talents and pieces right now that is don't really fit to a a beautiful puzzle piece but um but i think i i don't think that luca and Kyrie will have trouble playing the other long term um 
but yeah it's gonna take some time i think they will not go quietly <laughs> yeah the, there was a report say that luca was the one who pushed for i mean this is a classic report but luca pushed for the Kyrie trade he was not happy with his team's performance and he was pushing for them to acquire a second all-star and there was one for pretty cheap and uh they went for it so if it doesn't work out, I think Kyrie or uh, Luca really only has himself to blame uh, for it because he again pushed for it. It seems like so. Yeah, um, and you just got Maxi Kleber back two games ago, and he's kind of the defensive anchor of that team, and I think he means a lot more than people think. Maybe the third most DFS. important player on their roster, yeah, especially with no DFS anymore. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all of them mesh together. Yeah, I'm excited. Nice. Okay, well, before we move on to our final segment um, of the day, the one that we've been preparing for, excited about, a uh, quick shout-out to Julius Randle, who last night hit a fadeaway three, uh, winning three at the clock to beat the the Heat, finished with 43, 43 points, nine rebounds, three assists. Shout-out Julius Randle. That was a, a sick shot. Got the Mike Breen double bang, only I think it's yeah. the fifth one in history. A rarefied error. Yeah. So he cemented himself as a as a, as that guy. So it was it was a well, I will say shot. a quick shout out to the New York Knicks in general who yeah. are red hot as of late and look like a legitimate legitimately scary team out of the East. Um, someone who could put some fear into the top three in the East um, on a first round matchup. Cleveland uh, Knicks Brunson, five. They made it work with Julius Randle. They have good pieces on that team. It's unbelievable. And yeah. then with the acquisition of Josh Hart. Um, and the Nova so boys over, them. yeah, with Brunson and Hart, it's 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 been a lot of fun to watch. He's perfect. He fills every hole that they need to, and that's kind of what we we love about Josh Hart in general. But it's great to see him go to a team that's really really utilizing that. Dude, the East is so loaded this year; it's crazy. Like the Knicks, like the that honestly the 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 Cavs Knicks four five matchup, which I predict is going to be the first round series, is going to be sick. Like it's going to be really really sick. Um. And I, I right now I take the, the the Cavs, but like in what seven? Like maybe? Like it's like gonna be a really good series. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, as as top heavy as the East is, I think every team in the playoff race right now is a fun competitive team. Um, especially if Toronto gets to that last spot, I think that'll be a very exciting first round of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Miami, Toronto has your kind of body. Like no one wants to play Miami either. I don't think anyone's gonna want to play Toronto as they're starting to figure it out. The eighth seed, whoever that ends up being, might be a bit of an easy first rounder, whether it's Atlanta or, but even Atlanta, bringing in Quinn Snyder, maybe he can work some fairy dust and make it a tough first round matchup. But anyway, it's definitely a, a loaded East. You got the Magic coming in future years, the Pacers coming here soon. Uh, the Bulls will go right back down to the bottom pretty quick and then re, you know, reassess from there. Um, but anyway, enough said there. Uh, okay. So our final, unless, yeah, no, okay, enough said. Okay, um, <laughs> so our final, Matt's giving me the death eyes. Um, we no longer have, yeah, we no longer have a Bulls fan in our, in our yeah, team. Deep down, he's still a Bulls fan. Deep down. You still, you see the jersey and you get a little buttery. It's like an ex-girlfriend. You get a little nervous. And If and Derek Rose went back ready. to the Bulls, Matt, would you cheer for them? Oh, for sure. That's right. a completely different discussion. It's a shame D Rose isn't Nick. playing for the Knicks. He's a good player still. I know. And like I remember I think this was the last episode or the one before is like talks of a buyout with him so they could see him play, but it's been met with he's just too valuable. Like yeah, so what as play a team, him as a team locker room guy. He's uh, just too much of a glue guy, which I hate for him. We love that for D Rose. We love that for D Rose. Play, but yeah. I mean, one injury, one injury from the the guard spot on the Knicks, like, and you're you're right back in there as a bench, you know, bench role. And I think he, you know, I I I see why the Knicks wouldn't want to buy him out. You know, they don't doesn't. I think he's a good security blanket for them. Again, if if one if, if Brunson ever got hurt or I just don't know why Quincy Grimes sees twenty five to thirty minutes a night and Derrick Rose doesn't get ten to fifteen. He's good. Well. No, that's he's a good not. thing. Dude, he shoots like that's a, 20%. That's a good thing because that's showing that Tom Thibodeau is willing to play young guys, willing to develop yeah. bench players. That's a good thing in general. It's frustrating. You should be a Knicks fan. Tibbs and Rose. I do like the, I like the yeah. Knicks. I like the Knicks. Brunson. 
Um, a good time to buy. You know, they're they're exciting. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think they like Grimes there. He has some. He, he shows some things. But you got quickly. You got Josh Hart. You got Brunson, Barrett, Randall, obviously. You got Robinson Toppin. holding down the Robinson. paint. Um, Obi There's Toppin. Some. Obi Toppin should be playing more. That's who I'm. I, 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 I hate more. Obi Toppin. Really? I like him as a player. <laughs> I hate just, Obi Toppin. <laughs> Yeah, I no like minutes. I like Robinson. I like Robinson a lot, but I hate Toppin. Toppin gets like twelve minutes a game. He's like a six minutes a half As player. He <laughs> yeah, he just I runs the fast break. He runs up and down the court like twenty times, and then he's out. Like, yeah. That's it. All right, so it's time to get to our final segment of the day. I guess our only segment of the episode, but uh, good banter all around. Um, uh, a segment we're gonna call "Things I Could Do Better Than an NBA Player." Um. You know, NBA players very athletic, but they're they have various you know skills um, specific to them. There's some bigger guys, there's some smaller guys, there's some faster guys, there's some slower guys. So we thought uh, we'd do some thinking and think about some things that we could do better than some specific NBA players. So I will leave the floor to you two, um, who are very very excited about this. Um, so I'm excited to hear your takes. And obviously disagree with them. All right. Uh, yeah, super excited about this episode. Uh, just to preface, um, this kind of started, I think this is already an idea, but really started to come to fruition when I was watching the Kings play the Thunder uh, the other night. It was like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. I had nothing to do, so I was just watching the games going through. And... DeMontis Sabonis was literally getting the ball just over half and pretty much backing down whatever Thunder player was on him. And it just got me thinking, do I think he could do the same to me? Yes. And I don't think he could. Yes, he can. And here's why. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) I'd like, totally he could put up whatever amount of points (laughs) he wants on me. He has however many inches, like 10 inches on me, like whatever. But to back me down, I don't think he could do it. I don't think. Hey, Matt, how much do you weigh? Aren't you like one eight, like a buck 80? Like, come on. Like, Oh, that's, the, that's a, that's a, that insulting. 225. Okay. You're, so you're getting stronger. All right, fine. I think that's a horrible take. That is, there's okay. no shot. I think your next take is better, Matt. I think your next take is better. Hold here. on. But if anyone, if, if that's anyone's Dude, take, that'd be hey, my hear take. Me out. Hear me out. He weighs 240. And he's he stronger than you. Pounds as me. Oh, maybe maybe a little bit of leg strength, but bench? Be- Absolutely not. Bench doesn't isn't, matter. Isn't he also like matter. six inches taller than you? Ten. Yes. So it's more spread Ten. out. Low man wins. Have you ever been <laughs> back to high school football? First thing you learn, low man wins. I think, Matt, you could outlift him. I think that's that should be your take, and you should stick by that. I think he um, would dominate. No, he you couldn't. Backing you down. He, would, he would dominate me. Yeah. But I'm just saying he couldn't back me down from <laughs> literally half as he was with some of the Thunder guys. It, you could stop him if you fouled him. If you Dude, like, I'd really have, like. I'd if you really to, like. Oh, I don't yeah. so, like, That's the way you'd stop him. That's like nothing. And sure, he's a professional athlete. But still. He's backing you down, Matt. I'm sorry. Dude, but let, let's talk about the lifts because this one I think you, you do have a okay, point. So I think lifts. you outlift them. So I did a little digging into bench pressing, and it's it's very it's difficult to find anything concrete because I think just NBA players are pretty insecure about the amount that they can bench. Um, and right because they don't so, need it. Right, they, yeah, so. they don't need it. They also don't yeah. need it, but rightly so. So I was looking back, and so for a draft combine as is very more popular with NFL, you have to bench two plates, so 225. And that's, it's a lot more important because you actually, <laughs> bench actually translates a bit more to the sport of football. Because you're pushing other men. Yeah, makes sense. Sexy. The basketball doesn't really make sense, but they still have it. And it's actually different from the NFL combine. It's actually only 185 pounds. So uh. it's plate 25 on each side. Chump change. And so I did I did a little bit of research into um obviously this taking with the grain of salt, this is when they did their draft combine. So it's very early in their careers. They could obviously lift more now, but 
just to go over this really quickly, some NBA All-Stars that have done the bench and have done okay at it. So I'll just start from the top and work my way down. So Blake Griffin did 22 in 2009. Al Horford did 20 in 2007. Kevin Love, 18 in 2008. James Harden, 17 in 2009. It's impressive. Harden. Honestly, yeah. yeah. A few of these names are impressive. I didn't think fucking Kevin Love. 15 in 2004. No, Jameer's a big dude, though. (laughs) Victor Oladipo, 15 in 2013. Yeah, the one I'm most impressed by, and I'm sure you'll get to this, is Steph Curry. Uh, I, th- I think he got 12. Yeah, he did have 12. Shocking. Russell Westbrook also 12. Um, yeah. Joe Noah also 12. Donovan Mitchell 10. D Rose 10. King. Um, Dwayne Wade only nine. Chris Bosh only nine. Draymond Green only nine. Bradley Beal like, and it just Steph goes Curry outbench Draymond. Yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah. And just, it goes all the way down to Kawhi, which was shocking here at three in 2011. Yeah. And KD famously in 2007 wasn't able to get up even one rep. Yeah. I, and to, so, yeah. In, in support of the NBA players, the bench press or most lifts actually are so the, the antithesis of their body type long limbs you don't need upper body strength a whole lot to play basketball and and especially long arms um a good basketball player will have long arms um historically bench press obviously favors people with shorter arms um just in terms of range of motion mm-hmm. so it's it, it, it's not easy so i i hear about people like Draymond green only putting up eight and that is surprising to me just considering how big of a dude he was coming out of michigan state but he's you know six foot eight or six foot six long ass arms it makes sense yeah um it's just I, I, I just found it really interesting and could go so far as to like who do you guys think would be the strongest bench press in the NBA? Yeah. so th- this is this is something i looked at as well um in terms of recorded or at least stories and and things that people talk about the big ones that i've heard about obviously will chamberlain has been rumored to bench 500 yeah. pounds yeah um the one that seems pretty much confirmed was Ben Wallace at 450. Yeah. Which I believe because Ben Wallace is that guy. Yeah. Um, and then Dwight Howard for recent superstars is uh, recorded to lift 350, which is unsurprising because Dwight Howard is a menace. The shoulder, yeah. the shoulders are massive. Yeah. I'd throw in Shaq and Steven Adams as well into that into that group of big men. Yeah. Shaq's we, we have video of Shaq throwing up 315 with relative ease yeah. on a on a segment with Chuck. I think Charles nice. Barkley at his peak probably could lift a lot as well. He was also, jacked. Also, what about Carl Malone? Carl Malone at the All Star game this past year looks fucking huge. Yeah, so Carl Malone. Imagine him at uh, at his peak or whatever too. Uh, Mike Bibby now, like, <laughs> dude, he gets, yeah, we've seen insane. how big he looks now. Um, LeBron probably. David Robinson. I'm just thinking of guys with like just physique. Yeah. Guys are just really strong. I, I mean, tell you who wouldn't be the the or the strongest person or whatever is Chris Boucher. I'm very yeah, confident. He, he couldn't get, get a rep. He couldn't. Yeah, getting back to our segment, I'm confident that I can outbench or outlift Chris Boucher in any any lifting category. What? That uh, he, I can do it. Skinny. <laughs> deadlift oh, yeah. is probably for for NBA players. Deadlift is probably the hardest to beat. Because yeah. they probably actually lift that, and I also could they, Chris have, they have long arms, so the range of motion is shorter. I think Chris Boucher could probably out deadlift you, Justin. No, sorry. no shot. No, no. Built that's different. a lot of core strength as well. Uh, Matt, what do you what do you bench? What's your what's your one rep max? One rep max is three fifteen. So that's actually that's big weight. That's big weight. So just in terms of the NBA today and where people are at currently, like a lot of the proposed like the top 10 list of benches ever in nba it's it's more so just off of like hearsay there isn't actually video evidence of a lot of these one rep maxes whereas i i have that video evidence yeah me spotting (laughs) you can bench 315 with with mari spotting he's right there i'm right there i saw it happen i'd go so far as to say i'd have a top five bench in the nba Yes, I, I agree. I, I feel pretty confident saying Currently? That. Currently. Yeah, I agree. 
that's not that's not real that's not i i no. I, I can't imagine i don't i think steven adams would totally. probably be with someone who could really be up strong. there totally. i i'd think about desmond LeBron could bench just because of the plates. short arms true lebron could bench three plates Dude, not anymore. Though. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think so. Not anymore. Human yes, now. he could. And yeah. he's a lot skinnier now. LeBron. LeBron kind of lost a lot of the mass that he used to have. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm not certain. Focus more on like functional strength and flexibility as opposed to lifts that don't really matter for them. Exactly. Which is which is the big reason why I think that you couldn't. That's why I think Sabonis would back you down with ease. But I don't. In terms of really- lifting. In terms of lifting, I I, oh, I agree. I think you're top five in NBA. Did you mention Zion? I, I did my research. I Zion, I think I could outlift Zion. Oh my! Oh, <laughs> dude, there's no way. That's that's this all. Is such all, a cocky take. There's flat. no shot. No, <laughs> I think flat. I think Zion's. I think it's Zion's beating you. It's just. I think you're top body. five here, but I think I think Zion beats you. He's, there's He's no huge. way Matt is a top five lifter in the National Basketball Association. There's for no, bench press, yes. No shot. For bench press, yes. I, I, for bench press, Justin. Like we're talking about some strongest people we've we've ever seen have reported the 350. Dwight Howard. There's no one built like Dwight this Howard is, in this today's is game. People at their in their rookie seasons though. Like this is all rookie season. Numbers. No, no. This is combine. Dwight Howard's peak. Dwight this, Howard's that's not his combine. He's reported 365. No, Ben Wallace. You, you like you couldn't outlift Ben Wallace. That's that, that's no. There's no, no chance. No, I'm not saying it's Ben fucking Wallace. I think you're top five in NBA. And for the bench press, for everything else, I no, I like deadlift, squat. I don't think so. But bench press specifically, I think you're top five. Three fifteen is a lot of weight for someone, um, for people that tall in the NBA. I don't think they have that. That's really difficult to be that strong at that height and that length. Yeah, I just I don't think he has the upper body. He's the lower body, one million percent. His his I, I don't clean, think he beats Zion. His power clean would be disgusting. I think that would be the hardest one to be an NBA player. Is power I say deadlift. Deadlift. Yeah, they're too tall, though. Power clean. No, but they got long good. arms. They have proportionally long arms still. Yeah. I don't know. That's I can see the flexibility there, too, but. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, squat, deadlift, power clean. I, I, you're not top five. I think you're, yeah, you're probably an upper percentile. You're an upper percentile, fine. but. I think I, I truly think Justin that bench press your top five, but I don't think you outlive Zion. That's uh, I will right, I refuse Zion to Williams believe that. Fan of the show, I'm challenging you. Yeah, Fitness World Kit Solano is wide open for you, buddy. <laughs> Come, <laughs> Come by. Uh, I've got I've I've got a couple of kind of jokes ones. I'm not I'm not I'm not a ex varsity football player like Matt is, so I don't have a lot of the physical skills that he would have. I do think. I do think that I can beat Jonathan Isaac in a fight. Dude, no shot. <laughs> you have to pick like a Tyler Ulyss type guy. No, oh no, Jonathan God. Isaac. Because I, I, if I land one, if 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 I touch his knee, it's over. To, if I, if Are you I touch about his right knee, now, because he's confirmed out for the season. <laughs> right now, right yeah, now, right with his torn meniscus or whatever yeah, he has. I believe that actually. <laughs> like yeah. arms length. I just need one shoot, you know. He has no, he has no. Quicker, <laughs> more agile. You need to do one of those get down NFL. at the knees. Yeah, you need to do one of the knees, NFL I tackles, I the knee tackles. At the... Exactly, right at the yeah. knee. cut block. He's away, done. Though. Cut block. His yeah. career's over. His career's over. Like a full run up, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> In an octagon, I've uh, how big is an octagon? You know, I, could, I get a full sprint going on there. It's like eight, eight. It's oct, you know. Yeah. So me, yeah. me and John, Jonathan Isaac, Ji, calling you up. I actually believe wins. that one. That's not even a crazy take to me. I don't know. Okay, I have I a take. Seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just think he's like he's like a little twig. I think Mari could snap him. Um, Chris Boucher over Jonathan Isaac. But okay, Boucher doesn't yeah. have the history, the, the injury history. That that's the that's I, the important part. I mean, I, I could take Chris. I could take Chris Boucher in anything non-stamina related. I could take Chris Boucher in a lifting thing, a, a fight, uh, anything. I'd I'd be motivated because I don't can't stand the guy. <laughs> Just okay. pure hatred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't stand. It. Okay, so you know that show Physical One Hundred, like that Netflix show, it's yeah. like a Japanese game show yeah. where they have to like do various. Okay, Korean. come on. So bro. I think it's Korean, dude. That's racist. <laughs> Is it Korean? It's pretty clearly oh Korean. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't actually watched it yet, so that's me. That was me just guessing. <laughs> My friend told me it was Japanese, so that's why I said it. Anyway, um, better Korean. friends. Yeah, they set me up for that. Um, oh, okay, Korean. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, but I know that 
there's various obviously challenges and the only one that I think I could do well in is is keeping a ball away from people. Everything else is like fucking like throw yourself up a ladder or like like do this and that like rope climbing. It's like obviously I can't do that. But um, I think I could easily keep a ball away, whether it's a basketball or another type of ball away from the likes of any type of guard in the NBA, like T- a TJ McConnell, a, a Composo, a a uh, uh, you know, any type of those smaller guys, I think I could keep a ball away from them, no problem. No, no. I worries. think you've got a five foot and ten below limit. No, I don't I think get, you, you, I, get I don't one. think you're keeping it away from TJ McConnell. And I think he's strong. I think you're thinking fast. you're like he's... you're dribbling this ball, or no, no, I just I'm just holding it and keeping it away. How from big's him. the ball? How big's the ball? Basketball, let's say basketball. a basketball. Okay. No, I think TJ McConnell wins that easily. He's no, a dog. he's gonna do whatever. Uh, someone like Tyler Eulis, if we're, if you're still Isaiah Thomas, I think doable. But I think TJ McCall wins that easily. I think he's stronger. He's faster. He's he's more athletic. Like imagine, okay, and he's six look, foot one. I'm looking at some six one guards. Trey Young. So how, I could easily how tall are you? How tall are you, Justin? I'm six two. So that's not. <laughs> There's no. no chance. There's no chance. <laughs> okay, but I'm big. I'm a big guy. I'm like a. I'm a big dude. There's two. There's six, no I'm chance. I believe 6'2", but I, there's no chance you'd win against a 6'1 NBA point I'm guard. a big dude. Like, I weigh probably, like, 100 pounds more than some of these guys. And like, they probably have seven inches of wingspan over you. Doesn't matter. The wingspan doesn't matter. I got it against my... They got to they gotta move my body. Oh, they got... You, you're, you're keeping it down. You're not keeping it up. I'm not keeping it up. Why would I keep it up? I don't know. I, don't know. I just think of a... I, I just think... Like, let's go through, through some names. Trey Young, easy money. Darius Garland, forget about it. So what, what's Terry the goal Ryan, here? They're, they're trying to cut it loose from you? They're trying to just take it from me. It's like literally okay, like so a comp when it anyway. Starts, you already have it at your chest. Because in the physical 100, you actually have to race to get to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that I have the ball. You already have it from me. Yeah, so yeah. in, in the competition where everything favors you, you'd probably win. How, how long are you does... keeping this ball? I don't know, five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. So that's like a lot of stamina. That's but they can do they can do anything they want to me. They can tackle yeah. me. They can like rip. They can't just like you can't like kick me in the balls. But like they can like try and. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you have a chance against against a six one NBA point guard. Terry Rozier, Mike Conley, D- Terry Rozier would tear you apart. Seth Curry, Dennis Schroeder, Cameron Payne. Shut the fuck up! I could beat all these guys in that. Um, Devonte Graham. Peyton Pritchard's six one, like Malachi Flynn, who does nothing. Peyton on the Pritchard's Raptors. like five ten. He's a listed six. Well, he's six one on on this <laughs> website that I'm looking at. But um, I just think I could do it. I'm very confident in my abilities to. I'm a I'm That's a big. Fair. I'm tough to move. I'm tough to. And I also think Simonis couldn't back me down. By the way, I think I would I would hold no, up. No, no, you would you would That's get destroyed. I weigh like 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 a lot more than Matt. <laughs> like. I have like sixty pounds on Sabonis, basically. So I think I could I could hold my own. Like if you just think of the Thunder, they're all like sub twenty five, and like they don't weigh a lot. Like, the thing is, is it is it strictly like a scrum? It's like you can't because the reason why it's so hard to bag someone down is because there's the fear that they could go around you as well. You're not just like pushing against them. You you actually have to defend your space, right? No Dude, swim I'm moves. Sabonis, like it would be fine. It'd be fine. I I so deeply disagree. I I, <laughs> I don't think I there's could, a chance. I could do it over Matt because I you, no no neither of you guys can. Dude, I could do it. I believe it. Disagree. Like Matt, one I have. Matt, you couldn't back me down in the post. Sure. No shot. All right. Zero for seven. Well, let's let's do it. Little, little pick up. Kids Beach. Yeah. A kids Beach. Oh God. The pressure. Right, I've got a, I've got a couple here about uh the maybe the strangest um body type in the league, Desmond Bain. I think I can uh, I think I'm better at reaching the top drawer than Desmond Bain is. I I think his <laughs> his wingspan is like yeah. ten inches. It, it it's incredible. I think I have a higher reach than Desmond Bain does. Dude, you're like what five eight? Dude, like five six and a half or what? Five foot ten ish in in three i'm a, heels, so, I'm a solid five ten i'm a solid five ten three inch shoes maybe. no i'm a i'm a, I'm a listed i'm a listed five eleven because i wouldn't lie about being six foot when i'm not i'm a listed five eleven i'm five foot ten you're lying about being five ten so of course you'd lie about being six no feet. I'd, I'd, I'd tell girls i'm five eleven you know I'm girls you mean your girlfriend of like eight years <laughs> she she'll believe anything she's tiny so she's, she's delightful <laughs> i will say so, so that's one is uh i think i think i'd have a higher i could reach a top drawer better than desmond bain i just know my way around the kitchen you know um 
Related also to think kitchens, he's got... I could I could out eat any NBA player. That's just I'll just throw that out there. Zion I, Williamson. I, I could out eat so. him. Well, maybe not Zion. Most players. I could I could out eat most NBA players. Dude, like what about what about Fat Harden? Oh, I think yeah, fat these Harden guys got burn calories. I think Fat Harden got fat because he like went to the clubs all the time and just like drank a lot. Right? Well, these guys burn calories like no other. I think these guys could really eat. There's that whole I... article about Michael Phelps diet and how he eats like seven billion pancakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, um, I'm, a good, I'm a good eater, fellas. I don't know. You underestimate me. On Desmond Bain, I think he's got weirdly shaped arms. So I think I could serve receive better than him in volleyball. I just think that if he made a platform, his biceps would probably get in the way. Um, so that's one thing I think I'm better than at Desmond Bain. I believe it. Uh, ben Simmons is kind of an easy one. So soft. I don't know. You could play more NBA games than Ben Simmons. I think Simmons. I could beat Ben Simmons in a fight. So this is this is one because I think he's a he's a physical specimen. I think he's a Holy true athlete. I don't think I'm a better shooter than him, uh, like just because he's an NBA player. As much as it's it's easy to say I'm a better shooter than Ben Simmons, I think that I can beat Ben Simmons in a roast battle. He's the a softest. Roast. Yeah, like I, I I mention one thing and he just breaks down. Give me one. Can't Give play me basketball one, anymore. One roast of Ben Simmons. Give me a quick hit. I'd probably I'd probably go into the the Kardashian thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd I'd get into the fact that he he can't play NBA basketball anymore because Trey Young, who looks like a lollipop covered in in uh, dust, uh, contested his shot on the inside, and it all loops yeah. back to that. I think I think it'd be easy to rattle Ben Simmons. I think it'd be easy to uh, get him somewhere he doesn't want to be. I think a couple of tequila shots in him though, and he he you know he he gets a little more confident and he he he, he attacks you where it hurts. And no, uh, I I don't think he has that dog. Actually, I know for a fact he doesn't have that dog. So Fair me enough. and Ben Simmons in a roast battle, I win. I know that. Um, most NBA players, I could sleep more comfortably in a twin-sized bed then. Um, that's <laughs> that's something I'm better at. Not controversial, yeah. <laughs> but a good point. It's t- I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, that's We're good. arguing that. 100-meter uh, sprint. Bojan Mar- Mar- Marjanovic. I'm not a fast runner. I know that. So I'll pick my battles. Boyan, me and you, I'm beating him. Dude, I think you could beat like one player on every single team. I don't think so. I'm not that fast. One player. I'm running like a 13 team. second 100 meters. But there's like a Boban on each team. Maybe not like to that extent because he's quite. Slow. Raptors don't have any of those guys. Raptors are all athletic. Me against Jeff Doughton. <laughs> Jeff Doughton's good, man. He's <laughs> good. No, he. I love. Him. I'm not a fast runner. Matt, maybe you as a sprinter. What do you think your limit is? Or an ex sprinter, ex high school sprinter. Like, I feel like I could beat someone on each team. Probably one person. The Raptors. I'm trying to think. Like Christian Coloco. I haven't really watched too many games. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, he's pretty skinny. These big gangly guys, right? Like yeah. the, who? He's yeah. pretty skinny. Even Chris Boucher. No, Boucher's got a high top speed though. We've I seen him I right. don't think you could beat anyone on the Raptors yeah. if I'm being 100 with you. But you, yeah. I think you can beat Boban and like some of these like bigger centers, like the bigger. Larger centers, hundred percent. Yeah. Now you're an I'm not beating anyone. Raptors. I'm picking Boban. Yeah, I think you beat um, Boban. Although maybe I, it's like his le- his strides are just so long that it just it takes three like, of your three strides one. for one of his. Yeah, three yeah. to one. <laughs> yeah, but Who knows? He, he, the amount of time he gets that off is the is the real question. Here's another one. I, as you guys know, I'm a I'm a career musician. Um, yes. And there's a lot of musicians in the NBA. A good one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disrespect, you know, the talents that are out there in the league. Damian Lillard, um, maybe the best of the musicians in the NBA. We've seen Victor Oladipo sing. I'd, I'd like to think I'm better than him, but I don't know. Um, but here's one I know: Damian Lillard, as good of a rapper as he is, as good a producer, as good of a musician as he is, I can do better in a Royal Conservatory of Music Advanced Theory exam than Damian Lillard. I mean, you could do so, it better than anyone in the NBA, probably. So take that, Damian Lillard. <laughs> I, I like that the segments is turning the, into uh... flexing about things that we can do. <laughs> like yeah. like things thought, that we're good at. I thought there was going to be more like, I'm the best musician. I would be the best musician if I was in the NBA. No, but that's subjective. More of that. I, I was trying to find, I'm trying to look for an objective kind of m- means of, of judging this. Because if we're talking about objective measures for being the best musician, Damian Lillard has... 10,000 more followers, 10,000 more fans, 10,000 more listens than I do. So he wins. But well, that's just because he has a brand name, though. In an advanced music theory exam, I bought him. 
It wouldn't be close. You can't base musician talent based on following, Mari. That's a, that's a bad metric. No, but there's no other way. Yes, there on is. An objective, on an objective standard? No. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, um, the advanced music theory. monthly listeners. I'd be the yeah, best. I'd be the best singer Dalla. in the NBA. That's crazy. That's Dalla. I, I think it's, it's it's between you and Oladipo. I'd be the best singer. Can Oladipo sing? Yeah, he sang in a dunk contest. Yeah, I could be. That's one of his entrances. I could beat him. Oh, yeah. Can he hit this note? I'm I'm blowing up on the talk. I could beat him. Oh yeah. No, let's not hear really. it. Let's hear a little. Let's hear a little. Can you come in with that confidence? On, can you meet Daddy on C? I mean, it's just angelic, really. Yeah, um, sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, thanks. Uh, any other takes? Oh, before okay, before we wrap up, I need to. I've been thinking about my player comp for. Uh, for a minute, and I think I found the perfect comp for myself. I think I'm the I'm a m- NBA mix of Rajon Rondo and Chuck Hayes. I think I got I got the 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 passing ability of Rajon Rondo and the body type of Chuck Hayes, the the defensive skills. Um, and I think that's just if I I I I think it's perfect. I think it's the you're a high post. You're a high post guy. I put my hand in front of your eyes when you're shooting. You can't see the basket. Good luck making it. And on the offensive end, I'm. I'm I'm all over the place. I'm I'm making the, the mix of that no one else. The mix make. of Ray John Rondo and Chuck Hayes is Nikola Jokic. Yeah, but I'm not as like I'm not as high end of a talent as 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 Nikola Jokic. So, but maybe you I'm... are of uh, Ray John Rondo. Well, like I'm a little, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a little like bit. A... Well, because you... maybe perhaps Nikola Jokic is yeah, like Shangun. Maybe, but I'm like a fatter version of those people. Like I'm like like Chuck Hayes was a bit fat, you know. Right, he was a little a chunky. Guy. We need a bigger yeah. guy. So, but I think I have the vision of Rajon Rondo with the body type and defense of Chuck Hayes, like a like a Hito Turkaloo. Hito was pretty skinny too, wasn't he? Most of his career, no, he was pretty big. Kind of oh, was he? Yeah, I can see. I can't shoot skinny. like Hito though. I can't shoot like him. I'm trying to think of bigger guys, like like Chuck Hayes and Rajon couldn't shoot. Like I can't shoot very well, so okay, it's more of a. I thought it was a perfect comp for myself. I got I got that vision, baby. You I like it. I'll, I'll give I'll give it to you. I'll Thank give it to you. you. I think I think that Chuck Hayes is the necessary part of that. Matt, you you've kind of reinvented yourself <laughs> as far as NBA comparisons. Yeah. Um, so so <laughs> after I saw Jakob Pertl put up twenty three and nineteen and whatever two blocks two steals, it got me yeah. thinking that he's a perfect player comp. Doesn't leave Dude. the key really. Kind of just a defensive anchor, um, <laughs> undersized for his role. <laughs> You can't, you can't, the no, listeners no, can't see me. I'm, I'm shaking like athletic, my head violently. Athletic, but not like peak, peak athlete. Like he's right there with them. Um, yeah, no. I think it has, Matt, I think it you should. No I shame sh- getting dunked on. And that's that's something that yeah. he has no shame. Like he'd go up for every, every block, try and do the best for the team. I think I'm a great team player kind of guy. <laughs> I, just, I think <laughs> we need to take into account, Matt, your short wingspan. And I think that's going to be the bane of. The, speaking Holy. of the bane of it, I think it's Desmond Bain who can't shoot. I think that's your player comp. Holy! <laughs> I play the five. Funny. The you do. Play. Body type, I, I think you should. Body type, we're like, if you saw us side by side, I'm like a white Desmond Bain for sure. Yeah, you're, it's the same. Uh, I think you should we're take a Tyler body. Hansborough and just run with it. I think you're stuck on Tyler. Yeah, Hansborough. you also look like Tyler Hansborough. You Yikes. look just like him. That's racist. That's racist. <laughs> That's not racist. I can't white. be. You can't be racist to white people. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm a. I'm a Grant Williams, and I, I've kind of just. And hey, speaking of which, strongest, strongest guy in the 2020 combine, Grant Williams. Grant put up 20. So it can't be Mari then. That's. Bad I could take do that. Well, I think Mari could put up the same. Play like 25. I'm probably putting up. 10 to 12. Yeah, I'd say maybe tw- I'd say twelve. If you're going for a max too, it's not like yeah. oh, I'm gonna do three sets of this. Like you, yeah. I think you can get fifteen. Yeah, I could get Grant Williams not too far off. Five more. <laughs> Grant, nice. big fan, buddy. Any Come other on. any other uh, takes in terms of what we could do better, or do we do we run into the well? Well, in a three on three tournament, um, me, you, and Matt versus Chuck Hayes, Grant Williams, and Tyler Hansborough. Mm, we lose. I think we get a bucket. I think we. I think we get a couple oh, okay. points up. <laughs> I, I thought you were taking with me. We win. I think it'd be closer yeah. than you think. Yeah, closer than anyone thinks. Think by that, I mean we we score two points. We could probably get a bucket. Seven inches on us. Yeah, each. 
We'd run a little a little pick and roll action. Matt was a ball handler. I'm the I'm the picker, and then Mari's like out on the three, ready for a, a kick out three pointer. Oh, no. Switch that. Matt's a better shooter than that. I'm, okay. I'm the ball handler. <laughs> Matt Matt's okay, Tyler well, Hansborough in the corner. I haven't played you basketball know? with you guys for a minute, so there you go. I didn't know. It'll I'm, be eleven. I'm, I'm the two. pick and roll threat. Um, and then between when you when we when we when you roll to the right, um, you'll either have me open to your left there, or you'll have Matt open for a three on the right hand side. They can't yeah. they can't guard yeah. us all. The only it'd be thing, res- it would be respectable eleven to two. The only thing would be <laughs> probably if, if you get the ball back after you score and yeah, there was a cap on fouls. Ah, uh, those would be the big two things. Yeah, <laughs> we'd foul the fuck out of them. Oh, yeah, we, we could get them out of the game. Like we could get I them really heated. I, I think that might be the move. Like I might throw some elbows. Yeah, yeah I, get them really mad, and they're, they're scared to lose a contract. And like, I don't I say none of them. Oh, Grant Williams is Grant Williams is the only like decent shooter, and the other two guys can't back Matter Eye down. So really, there's yeah, there's not a lot of mismatches. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> We're holding our own on a on a, on a post play <laughs> on a back down. It's a perfect loop. It's the perfect back here. Anyway. I think that's a good place to end things off. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening, Grant Williams, Tyler Hansborough, Chuck Hayes, hit us up. We will we will challenge you in a 3v3 battle. And to everyone who isn't those three fellas, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been another episode of 3 and Ds. Follow us on Spotify or on our personal socials. You probably know us. Um, so just unfollow and refollow um, if that's the case. But uh, thanks for listening and have a great rest of your weekend slash week see ya see ya